BC football has been eh, rather lean over the last few years in terms of the results that they have put out on the field. But the Athletic came out with a report today or earlier this week that shows that they have done something exceptionally well for a school in their position. That is develop players for the NFL. We'll explain what all that means on today's show. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On BC. I am your host, AJ Black. Hope you are all doing well today. Today's show, we're going to talk about the NFL and how BC has done in terms of getting their players ready for the NFL, developing them. And I want to start off by just kind of going on. You know, I I, I get a little bit of the, the bad rap of being uh, a little too uh, wearing maroon and gold sunglasses, if you will. And I, you know what? I'll take I'll take the criticism when it's deserved. And I want to say right off the bat that the the title that you have in front of you, BC is Development U, is not something I created. This was an actual term created by the Athletic, a national site, a site that doesn't even have someone on the BC beat. They came up with this. They were the ones that said Boston College is doing something better than any other team in college football. And what, what, what they were talking about is that development. They were getting into the, the rankings and, and, and recruiting and, and how many players they get in and then kind of putting that all in one basket to see how a team does. Now, BC, when they looked at the numbers, were 64th in terms of recruiting rankings, which if you follow BC sports, you know, it's, it's been pretty, pretty lean in that. And that's, I think there was an average amount, but in terms of getting players into the league, getting players drafted, they were 32nd. This was the biggest disparity of any team in college football. They were development. You, as they said, now, if you looked at the numbers, uh, you know, BC was, they've had um, 9.8% of their three stars make it, 28% of their four stars make it. So 20 out of 190 of their players or 10% make the league. That is good for 34th. What does this say about the team? And this is, I believe this goes all the way back to Steve Adazio. Yeah, from 2009 to 2019. This goes back to Adazio. It goes back to Frank Spaziani. This program itself, and this is what you've heard coaching staffs talk about. You've heard Halfley, Adazio preach that BC is a developmental program. That they're bringing guys in to develop them to be NFL players. And and the recruits themselves say that part of the reason they want to come to Boston college. They don't mention winning. Some of them will mention winning championships, but more so they talk about wanting to get to that next level. And this is what BC is doing. Well, now the big question remains, 
does the staff do a good uh uh do they do the uh, uh, appropriate job of praise of like spelling this out to recruits on the recruiting trail? And my answer to that is yes. When you talk, when I, you know, I, I write for Eagle Insights and I talk to recruits daily. I talk to different ones all the time. I always ask them, you know, one of the quick, big questions I like to ask them is, so why BC? Why are you looking at BC? I would say 75 to 80% of the kids will mention how they get them ready for the pros. That is something that they, the the staff has done a very good job of, of spelling out to recruits. Now, I think they do a great job behind closed doors. I, I would love to see more of this put out even more so like this, this, this title development, you should be a, like BC should be flying with this. Like, Everything that they're putting out, whether it's on Twitter, Facebook, recruiting materials, um, I mean, season tickets, donors, whatever, get that out there. This, it, it was one article, but this is one thing that, especially after a three and nine season, that you can just take and you can just shoot it to the moon and reap the benefits because this is a big title. Lots of teams would love to be this moniker bc has that so my hope and what i hope bc is doing with this is is thinking about how they can market this even more to all the major stakeholders whether that's players whether that's recruits transfers whatever you want i think that's a big deal now i think when you get guys like thomas uh castellanos castellanos the quarterback who is just a sophomore He's coming here to, to compete, but believe me, kid like that's going to want to get, get himself developed to play. When you are looking at wide receivers like Javon Antonio, a wide receiver out of um, Northwestern State who has a BC offer and has already visited, and I think he's, he's in good shape. He's a 6'4 wide receiver who played at a school that no one really follows, right? Well, Antonio, I think BC was in really good shape, but just two days ago, I just saw BC got um, Antonio just got offered by Colorado. So how does BC counteract that? Like I, I know everyone out there is going NIL, NIL. That could be a factor, and if that's the factor, then BC's screwed, right? They're not going to be able to, uh, uh, you know, if Dion's just throwing money at every recruit coming up, like big chunks of cash, then they're in trouble. But they, BC can still target kids with a specific with a specific mindset that they're looking for and a, a target that they can shoot out to them. And that is this development, right? Developing these kids like Javon Antonio, I am sure wants to go to the league. And does he want to go to a coach Dion who a lot of folks like, and he's very uh, engaging and whatever, but he just stripped 75% of a team and he's, he's going to be throwing a roster together of guys that haven't played together in August and is expecting this to work and it could work. But believe me, if Halfley and his staff are counter recruiting against this, it's very, very easy to say we have a stable environment. We develop guys. We get guys ready for the league. Look at, here's a statistic. You know, this is a huge unknown you have in Colorado. We have a proven commodity here at BC. Here's what you can do recruiting pitch 
that I bet a lot of kids, and I don't know where J- Javon Antonio's mind is at right now, but I think something like that could help you get more recruits and transfers in here. And I'm sure that they're using it. You know, I'm sure based off of the conversations I've had with these kids, a lot of them are saying this is what they're hearing. Okay. So it was an interesting article, uh, especially, I mean, given all everything it's from 2009 to 2023, right? This that's, that's a rough year, <laughs> rough, um, a rough period of time for BC football. And they still have had that success. Imagine what that's going to be like if BC can get things turned around. And that's a big F, right? Obviously, if they can get things turned around, if they can get things going, how many more like higher level recruits that they can continue to develop will they get here? But they got to win on the field first too, right? Now, in a moment, we're going to get into some players that are headed to the, to the league. These are players that didn't get drafted like Zay Flowers but still are going to get a chance in the NFL. I want to give you three names and where they're heading. And you're going to want to know about these guys that play for BC last year. I'll get to that in just a moment. Now, if you are a fan of, the, if you're a fan of this podcast, then I don't even need to tell you how big of a fan I am of Bill Bar. You've heard me talk about this for years now. Now, if you're looking for a delicious snack, but don't want all the sugar and calories, then you got to try the best protein bar ever. you got to try the Built. If you're like me and you're trying to make healthier snack choices, but don't want to compromise on taste, then let me tell you, the Built Bars and Built Puffs are healthy and taste amazing. Seriously, I am waiting right now for two boxes. I got two just to make sure I had enough of the chocolate cookie dough puffs. These are my absolute favorite. They're a limited time. Head over to built.com and get them if they're still there. But I ordered two boxes because I want to make sure I have enough um, when they run out. And that's what I do. That's what I what I keep myself going because they're delicious. They're 100% covered in chocolate. They're chewy, but they taste great. They taste better than any protein bar that some of them are chalky and and, and gritty. These are that's, that's not built. That's not built at all. Built is a treat. It tastes like a candy bar, but it's not. It's good for you. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and cookies and cream. And if you don't want to wait for built.com, totally get that. You can go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club while you can and still get your specialty bars flavors at that store. Now, you head over to Sam's Club, you can get a 13-bar box, or you can get a four-box bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate bar, or coconut puff at your local Walmart. So head over to built.com, Walmart, Sam's Club. But you, I'm telling you, folks, you need to go out there and hit up Built. This is Locked On BC. I'm your host, AJ Black. Happy Wednesday, everyone. And uh, if you're if you're an everydayer, if you listen to this podcast every day, give yourself a big pat on the back. Thank you all so much. We are the top BC podcast out there. We do this every single day for folks that love to talk about BC sports. And if you're one of those, if you're an every, a BC locked on BC everydayer, you are the lifeblood of this podcast, my folks. And if you are just checking us out for the first time, head over to YouTube, hit that subscribe button right now. Like this video, it helps us. On Thursday last week, we saw Zay Flowers go with the 22nd overall pick to the Baltimore Ravens. A good pick, a perfect choice for Baltimore, who's trying to revamp an offense around Lamar Jackson, who they re-signed to a mega contract, making him, I think, the richest player in the NFL earlier in the day. Zay gets to play with Odell Beckham Jr. He gets to play with Mark Andrews, you know, Lamar Jackson. It's going to be a fun offense to watch. 
But after for Boston College fans, after the Zay Flowers news broke, there wasn't much to talk about. It was quiet. No other BC players had their name called. Jaden Woodbay, he didn't. He was the one that I think everyone was watching for. He did not get drafted. But it, the news doesn't end after the seventh round ends. Undrafted free agency is a big time for those players that didn't weren't in that top two hundred and fifty some odd uh, rec- uh, players drafted. Jaden Woodbay was pretty quickly gobbled up by the Los Angeles Rams, so he's going to get a chance to play. Now, to be honest, undrafted free agency is a tough market for for players to make it through. A lot of them get cut. A lot of them bounce around to practice squads. But you never know. There's players out there that have been successful that have done it through undrafted free agency. I think back to guys like Jeff, Jeff Smith. Jeff Smith from BC, I believe, was never drafted. Um, and he's still going. He just, you know, he just signed a new contract with the Giants. Um, and he you know, has had a good solid BC. So maybe Woodbay figures something out. Maybe he becomes a special uh, teams ace, like Mitch Wolf said he would on our podcast a couple of weeks ago. Maybe he figures out a, a spot on a roster. We'll have to wait and see. And and I don't even want to get into Fitz because like he's an undrafted free agent. He's going to have to just bust his butt to make it. He's going to have to go. He basically has to jump everyone uh, on the roster to get onto that, ro- get onto that team. The bigger mountain to climb are two pl- two more players. The uh, the last two again with th- with these COVID rules, it, it, it was a screwy class for BC. I think they only lost like five guys. The last two are going to go to the same team, and that is Marcus Valdez, defensive end, and Chibuzi Onwuka, defensive tackle, and they're both going to the Jets. Speaking of the Jets, uh, but they're going for mini camp. Now this is an even bigger. Um, out in the climb because mini camp doesn't give you any contract. You're not getting paid anything. You're giving just a chance to, 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 to get a, an invitation to like summer camp or to, um, or, or, or to get a, a practice squad invite or whatever that is. Right. These, I mean, mini camp is, is an even bigger mountain to climb. Like these guys are not, you know, they, the, the odds they're going to make it are slim to none. Like think about all the BC players over the last couple of years, that didn't get drafted, that got invites to camp, and how many of them have uh, continued in the NFL? I think the answer is probably a big fat zero. It just doesn't happen. It's it's a chance, and, and it's it's cool. I'm sure they're going to enjoy that. I think of guys like Max Max Richardson. He, I mean, I think he went as an undrafted free agent, but even got it's like guys lower than that. Guys like maybe like Ben Glines or or um, you know Tajamir Torres, guys that um, you know had to work even harder. And this is not a knock on Marcus Valdez and Chibuzi Amuka. They both put together great collegiate careers. They should be proud of. I mean, Boozy's a six foot tall uh, tackle and uh, he's not going to get in, you know, and Marcus Valdez is what? Five 11. And he's, he's like 24 years old. No offense, but I, I just don't see it. And you know what? Maybe they get some good film out there. They end up in the XFL or the USFL. And we're talking about it next year. Now, we will have on next week, Mitch Wolf to talk about the class of 2024. On Eagle Insider, you can get a, a, a sneak preview of some of the things he said. He went through a much more extensive class of guys that could potentially be drafted in the class of 2024. You have to make sure you check out and subscribe to Locked on BC so you can get that episode because 
there's some guys like Christian Mahogany, Donovan Azaraku, uh, Elijah Jones, George Takis, Ryan O'Keefe. That could be interesting potential um, NFL draft prospects. We'll just have to wait and see how they develop. And Mitch will be on to talk to us about that. Now, in our final segment, we're going to get into some more recruiting get into another guy that is thinking pretty highly of Boston college. It's an offensive lineman. And I want to get into this situation and kind of give you more of a, of um, a perspective of what's going on with Matt Applebaum and how he's recruiting and how it might be a little bit different than Dave DeGuglielmo. We'll get into that in just a moment. This is locked on BC. I'm your host, AJ black. If you haven't checked out some of the other podcasts out there, Locked on Celtics is a favorite of mine. If you want some real sad uh, discussions, you can go over to locked on Bruins. This locked on ACC. Check all those out after this. And, and, you know, give them a chance. There's some great network. I can't wait you, for you guys to check that out as well, but I want to keep you guys here at locked on BC. So Mason Wade is a uh, 24 class of 24 offensive tackle slash guard. I think he's going to be a guard. He's six, five, two eighty, out of, um, out of uh, London, Loden, um, Virginia. He released his top five on Tuesday. His top five were the UNC Tar Heels, the Auburn Tigers, the Virginia Tech Hokies, and the Boston, and Duke, Duke Blue Devils, and Boston College Eagles. Now, this is an interesting one. He's a high three-star recruit, uh, obviously with, with an offer list in the top five like he has, an interesting re- recruit. Now, what's most interesting about this is he has not visited BC yet. He hasn't been to Boston College yet, but he's putting them in their top five. He put them over UVA, who he did visit and had all sorts of glowing things to say. I mean, if you go to his social media, you find Mason Wade on there. I think it's like, I think he goes by Moose on Twitter. Um, he was all glowing about B- uh, UVA, but he, and maybe they moved on. Maybe they did something else, but he he has BC in his top five without even visiting to them, visiting them. That's it's it's interesting. He's a late he you know. There's different cycles of recruits that are coming in as they evaluate and and work through guys and guys leave to go to other pro, you know recruit to commit to other programs. He's he was only offered a couple months ago after Matt Applebaum took over. He's very interested in Boston College, and he's in fact scheduled an official visit to BC again. You know, green flags going up everywhere. That's a big deal. BC only gets a handful of official visits, and he's going to be one that's going to come. So Wade, I think, is is part of this new group of offensive linemen that have been evaluated by Matt Applebaum and not Dave DeGuglielmo. Because BC's offensive line recruitment, I think, has changed quite a bit since Googs took over. Uh, Googs got fired. Applebaum has been offering a lot. I, I've seen of any position, honestly, I think offensive line has been the position I've seen a lot more new offers go out because the new staff is going for guys that fit the mold of what he's looking for. Some of these guys are developmental guys. I mean, a lot of them are developmental um, uh, offensive linemen, but that's what BC's about. And I think the offensive line right now has enough depth to be a developmental program. So you bring in guys to go behind the guys that are ready to start next year and, and so forth. And then you plug in with, with transfers, but Wade, Wade is interesting because I, I I've created on Eagle insider for X, 
for um, VIP members, a big board. And I did one at the beginning of spring. And once they've done their evaluation period at mid to late March, uh, May, I'm going to do another big board with newer names. When I did the spring one, Wade wasn't on there, but he's already risen up to getting an official visit. So you'll have to wait and see. He has official visits out of those top five to everyone except for Auburn. And he could, he could take Auburn too, because, you know, I think they're limited to four off. They were used to, they used to be limited to four official visits. Now they can take as many as they want. So there may be a late offer or whatever, but I'm interested to see where Matt Applebaum goes with some of these new offensive linemen, because I think he's, he's getting more of the guys that he's interested in. And I'm, I'm recapping as many as I can up on the site, but Wade was one that really stood out to me because honestly, folks, like I, I get my information uh, from the staff. I, I talk to the BC. I talk to the kids. I keep an eye on, on the names. I know that they're connected with Wade was not one. I knew really all that well. And then to see him pop up like that, I was like, Oh, this one was more behind the scenes because honestly, folks, I don't blame them for do the, doing this at all. This is part of the game. The staff wants to keep the certain things quiet, right? Like, if I go out there on this podcast or on my site and blow up every recruit that they're interested in, other staffs are going to see that. They're going to see like, oh, BC's looking at this kid. Maybe we should watch him too. So there's certain guys they're going to keep quiet, and th- they're doing it so that they can get a better, um, o- get better odds at landing that recruit, getting better odds at um, keeping a bigger programs away. And so uh, Wade was a one. <laughs> Wade was one that I was surprised on. And now we get to see where this goes. And I'm sure there's going to be more names. Now, if you want to get in on this, head over to Eagle Insider right now. Since I took over last year, let me tell you this. We have added 33% more subscribers to that site than when I when I first started in over a year. I want you to be the next. Come on over. You can get a doll for the first month. Check it out. Become a, an annual member. It's like a cup of coffee a month. Um, and I have insider information. All of it is sourced. It's not me just spitballing stuff. I know my stuff. I'm telling you folks, I am an Eagle insider. And I think the site's perfect for you. If you're listening to this podcast on tomorrow's show, we're going to get into some more uh, recruiting news. We'll get into everything that's going on in the world of BC sports. I hope you have this podcast liked and subscribed on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow me on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC, and you can find me all my written work on Eagle Insider. Thank you all so much. I hope you have a terrific hump day, um, and we'll see you again soon. Take care, everyone.